1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These two guys have
0: Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Chad on Score North and scorenorth.com. Malik Beasley continues his run. Here we go with the pace again of Jordan McLaughlin. And he hits another. Beasley. That has been his forte. He's got another. Beasley out of the
2: corner. Another triple for Threesley. Malik Beasley. Thank you, sir. I'll
0: have another. Beasley. Oh, he's got six. McLaughlin ahead to Beasley. Malik is absolutely on fire. You know what to do. Get the flag, Judd.
2: Had it already. I was
0: was waving it. As Threesley.
3: Threesley. 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 Take that. Never a doubt. Never doubted him.
0: Why would you uh, ever consider trading Malik Threesley?
3: Why? I would have traded him last night.
0: I mean, who has been calling for Malik Threesley to be traded? I don't know. You guys are idiots <laughs> Threesley. There, okay? Threesley, Beasley. I would have traded him last night. Uh, Mackie and Judd, right. Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment, speculation, therapy, et cetera. And uh, I brought this up as we were trying to figure out Royce's connection earlier today. But yeah, I, I do check the NBA standings, sometimes multiple times per day. Mm-hmm. Just to see. You never know. You never know what's going what's gonna to change. And uh, I usually just, for full disclosure, I usually like I'll I'll scope out. Okay, how close are the Wolves to climbing up another peg? Like, like they're seventh right now. They're a game back of Denver, and they're uh, they're two and a half back of the Mavericks, and they're only four back of the Jazz. So, like, but what I mostly check the standings for is you know because it's the Timberwolves. Seventeen years of just you know whack a mole. They're just hitting you upside the head as a fan is how far are they separated from the 11 seed in terms of like securing a spot, at least in the play-in game. Mm-hmm. And uh, as of this morning, they are nine games clear of the Portland Trailblazers who just waved the white flag by trading C.J. McCollum. Oh, so-
2: the, the, the flag. So they're pretty much in.
0: They're pretty much in. That's right. The play-in game. I love the war. I love the, the Blazers by the way. They're like, uh don't worry, we're just uh clearing space for free agents to sign and play with Dame Lillard. It's like Dame Lillard's like thirty two now. He's you, hey, all of you guys blew hey, this. Dame they blew can take care Blazers of their own ball. house,
2: okay? I'm letting them take care of their own house in Portland,
0: Rip City. So uh so the Wolves are, are locked in right now to the seventh seed. They they should beat the Kings again, fingers crossed. But I want to ask you guys, you know, we touched on this yesterday. Delo made that comment about quiet-ass fans. Or maybe Monday we talked about this, whatever it was. And yeah, it kind of ruffled some people. Like, we have quiet-ass fans, man. This organization has been garbage for, well, 17 years, but some might say for the better part of you know 30-plus years. Need a little more. Maybe the players need to learn a little bit more about the history here. And so Johnny K wrote a piece about this in The Athletic, and then there was this exchange on Twitter yesterday. Jim Peterson, friend of the show, said every Timberwolves player and fan should read Johnny K's piece today. The players need to understand the team history as the fans learn to support this super hardworking group of players and coaches, which I think is a fair assessment. And D'Lo responded back and said, Jim, I'm just challenging our fans to adjust to this special team. If it's not too much to ask from here on, standing until we score to start the game would be cool. Love y'all. Peace. I think all this is fair. I, that that arena, we need like a John Taffer like bar rescue situation for well, the arena the, sucks, the, in, the in arena everything yeah, like the aesthetic, yeah. the, the vibe. There's no tradition. You know, it's just I, it's a terrible arena. <laughs> I love John like Taffer. It, it's just a piece of crap. Look, shut it down. That, that,
3: shut that, shut that, it down. There's coming beer here. This is a disgrace. I can just yeah. see yeah. him.
0: He's chewing. He's chewing up. Rats crunch. in
2: here. This is. are
3: <laughs> getting people be, sick. That's yeah. so good.
0: It is, uh, it we is a piece of crap. Arena atmosphere Let's rescue, call it rescue yeah. John Taver. Yeah. That's what's called spade a spade. But it's not just like the actual building. I mean, it's right, like right, right. You know, there's no, there's
2: it, no. It's well, the more I think about this, and and Johnny K's piece was insightful, um, and I agreed with lots of his points because these fans, like like Phil, who's a prime example, have been dragged through a lot of crap. Uh, but the more I sort of think about this, and because it's not like. It's not a huge story, but it's interesting. I go more and more to D'Angelo Russell's side, and here's why. I don't want my players held hostage by what they have to think about, by the sins of the past Wolves teams, which were built by morons like David Kahn. Um, uh, Mikhail was was good at one time, but certainly lost his fastball, and the worst part is he seemingly did not care. But I don't want these guys to have to understand. No, that's not their job. Their job is to play basketball and win damn basketball games. And so, I think D'Lo, in his point, because he's a very reasonable guy. Like, he is not a hothead who's just like spouting off and and tries to be a great quote. I mean, he's incredibly thoughtful at at times um, about basketball and non-basketball issues. But, I don't want these guys to like be like, well, yeah, I mean, this organization, if you look at it, they fans shouldn't be cheering. He said, I think the best part about his tweet to Jim Pete, and I agree with this potentially, but for him to think this is all that matters. This team seems different, and it does have a special quality. Now, that does not mean they are LOB contenders, okay? But what they are is they seem to be a team. They play like a team. They, they seem to enjoy I, – I mean – the Jimmy Butler playoff year was essentially a, um, a team that won enough games, but at times was pulling teeth. Mm-hmm. It looked miserable. It really did. The coach, mm-hmm. Butler, the whole thing looked like it didn't work, and, and the fact that it didn't last long-term is not shocking. Um, but, yeah, I don't want these guys to like be like, well, the sins of the previous team. So, so I go more and more towards,
0: D'Angelo, you go. You're right. I think, yeah, and I—I I don't know. He, I think he's right in that. Okay, if we just look at this team in a vacuum, it's overachieving based on expectations. I mean, hell, the, you know, Vegas had him at a thirty-four and a half win total, and they're five games away from. They're gonna—they might pass that in the next two weeks. You know, way before the end of the season. Yep. So, in a vacuum, yeah, this team deserves to be celebrated more because they're finally like. They're becoming a viable team that can beat almost anybody on any given night. I don't think they can beat the Suns or the Warriors in a seven-game series, but you know, could they fight Memphis in a seven-game series? Yes. And everyone behind Memphis? Absolutely. But where I agree with Jim Pete and Johnny K is, and what I would say to D'Lo is, be patient. You are literally talking about a generation of damaged fans, and I believe it was Kyle Teague, uh, Noted Wolves blogger, post and I'm paraphrasing this because I don't have the tweet in front of me. But he said there's probably no fan base in American sports the last like twenty or thirty years that has invested more with almost zero return. Sure. And so Timberwolves fans almost deserve to to be given the benefit of the doubt just based on everything the last twenty or thirty years. Like when 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 those fans decide that it's okay, it's safe to come outside and actually cheer and invest your into this team a little bit it'll have like it will happen this year that arena will be much more raucous at some point if they keep doing this
2: but your ptsd is not the player's problem well, like as far as the business ops go yeah if, if you if you are like well i don't really want to buy tickets yet or this guy that's fine but what i'm saying is the expectation of the players i love this idea of you know what shut up and we are gonna go it's go time now go time we it, it's been enough time of feeling sorry about, all well, this franchise is, is been terrible, which it has been. I sort of like the the player's mentality, though, of of we're on to something here that's positive and might be special, and we are going to grab the fans by their collars and drag them and say, it's go time. So I, I like this
0: coming from a player. As long as, I guess, as long as it's not them getting, like, mad and wondering, like, what are these idiot fans? Like, that's how the the original d comment came off as, like... It it, it it he he called them in passing kind of called them quiet ass fans like and but to me it, it when someone says it that like he said it without even really thinking as if the players talk about it on a regular basis behind the scenes yeah and i think all i would say is i love the dialogue between jim pete and dlo you know dlo even took kind of the minnesota passive aggressive i'm going to read his tweet again hey jim i'm just hey jim yeah, i'm just hey jim. just going to sneak up Oh, just going to sneak out by you there. Uh, I'm just challenging our fans to adjust to this special team. If it's not too much to ask, you know, if I could just, you know, uh, how about standing, <laughs> standing until, no, he's, I think he's being, I think he's trying to be respectful and polite. Well, I think he knows well, how it came off the first time. I'm on time. his side. So I'm on. And by his. the way, standing until the team scores to start the game. I think the Lynx have been doing that yes. for a long time. Yes. So can we get, this was this has always been my beef with, with, fellow Minnesota sports fans, like even Twins playoff games at Target Field, it's this pins and needles. Like, oh, God. You know, people telling each other to sit down during playoff games. Like, I'm telling you, when the Twins went to the playoffs for the first time at Target Field in 2010, and I was covering the team as a beat writer. I was witnessing people yell at other fans for standing up during the game. You gotta come to it's X, a freaking man. playoff game against the Yankees at Target Center or it's at worked. Target Field. Yeah, nah.
2: We're drinking a, at the X. I was at the X. A, the X has a great We're, we're yeah. saying Crawford, Crawford. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm you with know. you
0: there. So let's let's. But yeah. there's no. But here's the thing. At least like the Wild have been competitive enough, <sighs> and they've been to the playoffs enough, and they've had some star players. Where like there's a little swagger still, even though they've never actually like been to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> there's is. a little swagger. It's the state of hockey. You know, it's like there's this branding behind it. Yeah. yeah. There's no. From a branding standpoint, from a performance standpoint, yeah. like there's no reason for Wolves fans to feel swagger. Sure, but I, I want, but I
2: want the players to encourage that, and and I think that in a lot of ways this does that. And look, I, I'm sure that the guy who, who is most PO'd is Pat Bev, because I mean that guy is so intense. And he is continually trying to get the fans jacked up. Um, I'm just saying I I like a lot of things about this Wolves team. From a mentality standpoint, can't say that about a lot of the wolves teams in let's say the last seventeen to eighteen years.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead, Dex. I was going to say um, another more. We've been having a lot of like semi-breaking news. We recorded Purple Daily. We have a we have another one here. Oh wow! That relates I'll to the wolves you. too. I'll hit you here. I'll hit you. Trade? Not, Not a trade. trade. They traded for Lillard. Not a trade. They traded Delo. delo has gone after after Three, his controversial threesley, comments. Threesley, Actually, threesley. it's no one involved on the current wolves. Former oh. friend of the show, Gerson Rosas is joining the New York Knicks as a consultant, wow. according to Mark Stein. Okay. The Stein line. So the Knicks are eyeing Gerson Rosas as a consultant in New
0: York. So, in the Big Apple. <laughs> Rosas has, uh, has a long history with Leon Rose and CAA. Leon Rose, he's the he's the GM now, right? Of the yes, and he was the, the long time. Head of the agency, I think. According it's to few, Mark Stein, yeah. the Knicks have declined any. Uh, the Knicks have declined his request for comment. Uh, he was at. He was with team officials in Denver last night. So, I don't know if, he, if there was a plus one to that gathering or not, I was going to say. I wonder if that. Well,
2: Big Apple's got plenty of opportunity.
0: <laughs> Get yeah. the flag. Get the
3: flag. Oh, hold on. Get the flag. Oh. On. Come on. There you the go. There it it no. get, there your, get your PR, Percy. You're good.
2: Here we go. Yucky, Nikki. Timberwolves, thank you very much for the flag.
0: You know, uh, when it comes to the Timberwolves, I can tell you one of their longtime partners, just like ours, is Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's been around helping business owners maximize the success and potential of their businesses since the early 1900s. And you can find out all about the resources and people. That uh, Federated can provide to help your business at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, we got to get to write that down predictions here and an accountability session. But uh, the Timberwolves sitting pretty nice, sitting pretty nice in the West.
2: Don't be counties. quiet ass anymore
0: get loud. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were, but not Mackie and Judd. Oh my write my this God. down. This is the big leagues where we own our terrible predictions and keep track of each other's batting averages. It's write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down with Mackie and Judd. Yeah. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Every Wednesday right right now right now right this second on two different shows every wednesday on Mackie and judd and on purple daily we are the only show in america that actually keeps track of our predictions statistically so you you know how wrong we are unlike some of these other guys like there, there was a time where Stephen a smith was wrong with his nba finals pick seven consecutive years not at the beginning of the season but like Okay, here are the two finals teams. Which one do you think is going to win? And I love me some Stephen A. Smith. Love I think he's entertaining. A. But like, I mean, they just kind of swept that under the rug. I don't, I don't, I don't think there was an accountability session for that seven straight years. Hot takes more important than accurate predictions or accurate takes. Yeah, gotta. But but I think you gotta put gotta put your statistics. I like how AEW does the uh, like the wrestling win percentages. Right? Yes. They got like the win loss records. I love for CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know. I want to know what's happening.
1: So, loss records, come
0: on. Fake that. okay. Write That Down is presented today by Chill Boys, the most comfortable (laughs) underwear that you're ever going to put on and the official underwear of Mackie & Judd and Purple Daily. Uh, Chillboys.com if you want to get a pair or ten for yourself. You can also get the long underwear, which come in handy this time of year until the weather turns. Minnesota-based company making the most comfortable underwear on the planet. Chillboys.com. All right, here's how Write That Down works, boys. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you guys want to participate like Arjun is about to, uh, you can just hit us up through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab at the bottom of it, and uh, you, can, uh, you can send us your request to be on Write That Down. Are you ready let's do this. to be held accountable? Happens every In week. Iraq. gotten used to it. Okay. All right, let's start with Judd here. Had a few things come off the board. We'll uh, we'll start with this one. You said Kirill Kaprizov will score three or more goals on the upcoming four-game road trip that ended last night. I believe he scored two, if my math was... They they got
2: shut out. They got blank last night for the first time this season.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You said Rick Spielman will spend the next season doing television work, and he did some TV work, but then he got hired by the Jaguars. You said he was going to be a consistent studio now? color commentator. I right? tried to find it yesterday and I couldn't find confirmation that it was done.
3: I don't.
2: Think I mean, we can take this off the board. Yeah, I don't think it's official yet. I'm just saying until until it's official, it seems like it should be pending. But
0: okay, all right.
2: I mean, cool. you never know. It's the Jaguars. They easily could pull
0: the rug out from under our guy Rick. That's true. Okay, we can leave it pending. So we'll just Ooh, good. take that off. Uh, you did say the Wild. Now, I need some confirmation here. You said the Wild would win three of their next four against the Rangers, Islanders, Blackhawks, Jets. They did win three of four. And, I, and I'm wondering, did you say exactly three of four? So this is how Declan wrote it down in the, um, in the sheet here. Or was yeah, it supposed secondary. to be at least three of their next four? Because if so it's what, exactly three of the next I'll four, I it. think that's a home run. The Wild will win
2: three of four games on their upcoming trip to the Rangers, Islanders, Blackhawks, and Jets. That's exactly what I
0: wrote. Wild one, three of the next four. Then I think it's a, well, I think it's a home run. Okay. And I and and if you guys, I'm I'm saying that because you said exactly three of the next right. four, and I didn't say at least, yep. Which they did. Then it is a home run. But that's so what I I, I got to go into the official score sheet here, and you got to uh, change my my scorecard's a mess. I know. I hope it's, it's not a, written in pen. It is kind of for this episode. Yes. Oh, darn it. You got to write in pencil, huh. unfortunately. Um, I had a bad week. I said the Wild would win their next three games to make it an eight-game winning streak, and uh, the loss last night put an end to that. I said uh, Cam Talbot would give up at least six goals or more again in a game before he posts his first shutout, which he didn't. He did post his first shutout. Just, uh, mm-hmm. didn't give up 6 <laughs> I said that uh, Brian Dozier would make the Twins Hall of Fame before Dan bleeping Gladden. <laughs> Is it bleeping me up since it's part of his name. I'm actually kind of shocked that the voters did the right thing here. I thought that there'd be you know Dozier envy because oh he's nice to us. We cover Dozier. He's so nice. But Gladen deserves it. You can't help yourself, can you? Taking shots. I back. mean,
3: I saw the I saw the Dozier family doing walks around my. They, I think they live like right behind my building. I used to see them all the time with their French bulldog. They were they were nice. I saw Monte Carlo numerous times. They seem like nice people.
0: Monte Carlo, the Monte Carlo wings, oh, great, fantastic, great wings, great, wing. great wings, phenomenal wings. Um, and then I said uh, Eric Bienemy would get snubbed in the head coaching cycle, which all the spots are filled. So unless one opens up here, that is correct. If it opens up and he gets it, we can revisit it. Listeners sure. had nothing come off the board. Declan, you said Kevin Fiala will register a point against the Blackhawks last Wednesday, and he did. He actually registered two points in that game. So with that, you can ignore these here. I mean, Declan's is right, 455 uh, with a homer. Judd actually has two home runs. Uh, we'll have to adjust his batting average, but uh, I'm batting 278 with a home run. Listeners still not on the board as we are now into the second week in February. So maybe our guy, Arjun, can change the listener's luck. And he's coming to us from uh, a much different time zone over in Australia. What time is it right now, Arjun?
1: It's, uh, it's 3.43 a.m., over here, um, but keen to keen to get some predictions on the board. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Man, what Thank time you. would you
0: ordinarily be waking up? Like, how early are we are we forcing you out of out of bed here?
1: Uh, I'll be honest. I'm more of a night owl, um, so I would normally go to bed around one a.m. and get up around eight thirty a.m. But but I, I do wake up early when the NFL's on, so I'm sort of used to sort of used to this time. Love it
0: when your alarm goes off. Football. Football season. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <Just> football. <laughs> Wake up, football! All right. So here's how this works. We're going to start with Arjun over to Judd, Declan back to me. Three trips around the room. The predictions must be quantifiable, and that's pretty much the the only rule. So lead us off, sir. Write this
1: Let's down. Do this. So for my first prediction, um, it's going to be a Kirk Cousins one. So I think Kirk Cousins will not speak publicly about the hiring of Kevin O'Connell in the first fourteen days after it's officially announced by the organization. Wow, it is I like weird. It. like
0: he hasn't said anything yet. That's a great prediction, dude. You it's been over a month since they've. It's been a month since they fired everyone. Well, they've a new GM pro- and a new coach. Yes, he hasn't spoke, and he was at the Pro Bowl. How, like, was he not available thing. for media? i I'm sure he was. I
3: think I saw something like in passing like over an interview or something he 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 said something very brief on it. Okay. Well, but it, it wasn't it, very like, like but down. it wasn't it was you know like a 6 second quote or something like it wasn't anything worth telling. It's weird. It is weird that he hasn't like right. publicly had a press his conference
1: or anything. Teammates certainly did. Like don't you I mean from, from like, what I know he hasn't said anything about Zimmer or Spielman, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think he'll it's, probably do the same with Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, I think
0: that's accurate. Okay, I'm on his Twitter account. He hasn't tweeted since December. So let's see. I see. Mean, did he not post any like Instagram things? With well, there was that one picture where it was like the other four Vikings in a picture together at the Pro Bowl, but no yeah, Kirk. Let me just. I just want to verify here. Has he? Maybe he put a statement on on Instagram or something, and I missed it. Let's see. Nothing on Twitter. Uh, okay, there we go. So he did post a. Uh, a picture of him and JJ at least from the Pro Bowl. Oh that's yeah, no, they're, having they're, fun having fun at the Pro Bowl with with uh Justin Jefferson. Just a picture yeah. of them smiling together. Okay. All right. Oh, that's great. Uh, that's them. great. Good for them. <laughs> I'm glad I'm I'm glad we'd we'll just I'm, like to hear from the team leader. Oh. I'm glad they're
1: good friends. That's awesome. Okay, Judge. Um, oh
2: okay. Let's go. The, the US women's hockey team will beat Canada in the gold medal game at the Olympics. So the do you think their the rope would open them? Do you think they lost on purpose a couple of days ago? They had like 53 shots, so like they played well. They they just it's it fell apart. I don't know, but I think they're going to come back, and it's almost a certainty. It's going to be a shock if these two teams don't meet in the uh, in the championship game. So the U.S. women's hockey team, Declan, will beat Canada in the okay. gold medal game. All right. Okay, Can
3: write do this that. down. Can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. I have a couple of wild predictions. One I'm going to push out and one that I'll have by next week. But I'm actually going to drink some Wolves Kool-Aid to start here. And I'm going to maybe steal some of Macadac's Thunder a little bit and pass me some of that, oh. that Wolves Kool-Aid, Phil. I'll say this. The Wolves have uh, eight games remaining in the month of February. As of as of this prediction, there's eight games left. I'll say the Wolves will win at least five games between now and the end of the month. Okay. So they will win at least five games between now and the end of February. Eight games in the docket as of this recording. They'll win at least five of them. Write that
0: down. And they've got, you know, there's some tough ones in here. They're going through an easy stretch right now, but they have to play at Chicago on Friday. The Pacers are not a pushover. Warriors Um, again, I think. I think they had the. That's March 1st. March 1st. But but they do play at Cleveland, and Cleveland's actually one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. They Mm -hmm. just traded Rubio on the on the 20th. and then they play, they play home against Memphis and Philadelphia, so they're actually going to be, they're probably only going to be favored in like four of these games, so this is a good break.
1: Write this down. Okay.
0: Alright, uh, write this down. Let's go with uh, let's go with this one. I think the Wolves are going to stand pat at the trade deadline. There's been all these discussions and all these players floated out there. I think the Ben Simmons stuff is dead. It, actually, it sounds like, it sounds like the Ben Simmons-James Harden swap is a real thing that might happen here in the next couple of days. I believe I saw, uh, maybe it was Wendy or somebody saying, yeah, this is it's definitely going to happen. So uh, I think the Wolves are going to look at this and say... Uh, there goes windy." See you, Brian. Bye, Brian. I think they're going to stand pat. Malik Beasley's on fire. Torian Prince is I on would, fire. Jordan I, McLaughlin's come in as this amazing backup guard. I would consider a
2: Malik trade if his current hot streak is intriguing a team like the Celtics.
0: Yeah, but you can trade him in the offseason. Sure. Like if if you think he's
2: about to be hot for the next three months and ride him out and trade him in the offseason. No, 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 no. I think the deadline passes and guys like him go back to being cold. (laughs) Guys like, you know, he's a shooter. Guys
3: like him. Guys like, no, I'm saying guys guys like like him.
2: The mentality. The mentality is not right. The mentality is not right. He he is showcasing himself. And he is a guy who, when he gets hot, can shoot super well. But I'm telling you, the deadline pass, I've seen this before. He's going to go back to being coming off the bench, the guy that he was previously. I feel like
0: you're probably reading too much into it. We'll see, but I think I'm using he's just, my. Experience. I think he's a dude who just needed to, like Steph Curry was cold for the for three months. I'm like, just using my experience of of my my um judging how guys are wired. I also think you're using your natural state of paranoia. Yes. Also, in this no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. No. My state
2: <laughs> of paranoia has taken me a long way oh, in this business. I would hire me if I was a team.
1: I'd hire me. I'd, oh, I'd be sure. like, yeah, "Sure,
0: nobody reads players you. like you do, God." Mm-hmm. Uh, back to back to Arjun.
1: All right. So in the twenty twenty one season, the Rams were the third least uh, penalized team, whilst the Vikings were the eighth most. So write this down. At the conclusion of the twenty twenty two season, the Vikings will be one of the top five least penalized teams. Discipline. Let's That'd get be the, nice. The
0: disciplined football, football team in here. I like it. I like false it. start.
2: Mm-hmm. False start. Legal hold.
0: formation.
2: Yep. That would I mean, be very It's nice. like
0: offensive linemen who are just completely, you know, in over their heads. Like, they have to hold. Like, Holy Udo <laughs> Hol- had yeah. to hold. Holdy <laughs> Holy yeah, Udo. Yeah.
2: First, first oh, offensive series of the year against the Bengals. Three penalties, right?
3: That was amazing.
1: That's, That's right. Cool. Yeah.
0: That Three was penalties. I think about that. All right, be guys. You nice spent all offseason preparing. Yeah. We've scripted everything. We know what's yeah. gonna happen and CJ Ham. No idea what the snap count Your is. The fullback false started.
1: <laughs> Hopefully if White Davis actually plays a game, we might be able to see if he false starts as well. Who's that? Wow. Uh, Never heard of him. White Davis.
2: Witness protection. He doesn't exist as far as
0: I know. <laughs> Witness protection.
2: <laughs> right. You drafted a guy that doesn't exist.
0: All right, Judd. we're back to right. Judd, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes.
2: Yes. I have hey. a wild prediction. The wild, the Just wi-
0: slinging takes,
2: <laughs> le- I'm, leaning I'm, back to I'm sip on his takes, coffee, on my coffee. <laughs> this is a, this is, this is what's great about this show. There's no pressure here. I'm amongst friends. This slinging takes this coffee's good, especially yeah. in my Stanley's mug. All right. The wild and avalanche will play a seven game series in the playoffs. I'm wording this very carefully. Oh, so man. I will, I will say it again. Cause I'm not giving you a round. The Wild and Avalanche mm. will play a seven game series in the playoffs.
0: Love it. All right. I love it. I'm here for it. Okay. I am here
3: for Write it. This down. I have a very similar prediction to Judd's. I will say the Wild will host the Blues in the first round of a playoff series. I'm going extremely specific as of right now. And I, I believe if the playoffs started today, the so Wild are technically in third or fourth they have so many games in hand to make up. They're technically would be on the road if the playoffs started today. But all things point to the Wild most likely being in second place in the division if things go according to plan. And I will say the Wild will host the Blues in the first round of a playoff series. Write that down.
0: Okay. Just fast forward to the NHL playoffs, man. Seriously, just make it happen. God. Let's get it. Great. Um. All right. I'm trying to find out what, what Olympic events are still out. I, I want to make an Olympic prediction. Uh, There's <laughs> like, like, hockey. Have they, have they done the bobsled yet?
3: Um, I don't know if they've done the bob. They're doing double <laughs> luge as, as we record this right now.
0: Um, oh, they're, so they are? Okay.
3: You were asking the wrong two people at least. Uh, no, know. I like the Olympics. I, I, unlike you like the, right the, them, but
2: the, you know nothing about them. Oh,
0: I, <laughs> figure skating has been awesome.
3: The, I don't know what you're talking about. Nathan Chen was phenomenal. Luge.
0: I'm going to swing for a home run here, all right? I know Judd already made a women's—you made a uh, women's—the women would beat Canada, right, in the gold medal game? Okay, so I'm going to say this. Not only will they get revenge on Canada, the U.S. women will beat Canada by multiple goals in the gold medal game. So they will win win that game by two goals or more is what I'm saying. I want this to be a home run. I think they were playing rope-a-dope. I think they were. I think they were giving Canada a false sense of hockey security in that game the other night. Okay, they had a ton of shots. They were not cleaning up loose pucks in front of the net. I watched almost the entire game. Fell asleep halfway through the third period. Think Write that. this down. It's a good game. The puck will bounce their way. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Arjun, your third prediction here, sir.
1: Yep. So I think for the for my third and final prediction, I think the Minnesota Vikings will not pick. At the twelfth position in the twenty twenty two NFL draft. And off the record, I think they'll actually move up.
0: Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Wonder, yeah, that's the one thing we know. Like we know that Rick Spielman almost never trades up, especially high in the draft, right? Like we don't know what Quasi might just be wheeling and dealing. Maybe he'll pull a a Mike Ditka with the Saints from like twenty years ago, where he just trades every pick to move yeah, up okay. for Ricky Williams. Oh. So I was watching
1: this um, mock draft the other day for PFF, and they were mentioning how much Quazy loves uh, loves the coverage sort of plays. So if Derek Stingley's still on the board, I think that he'll probably that we might move up to get him. Yeah. Interesting,
0: that'd be a good story. Here for it, he's a hell of a player. So Arjun, since you've got this platform, you woke you woke up early. You know you're 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 speaking to the world right now. Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment?
1: Yeah, first of all, just want to shout out to my uh, to my other NFL mates and down under here. We all uh, we all wake up at ungodly hours to watch the to watch even when our teams aren't playing. So um shout out to those guys as well and uh and obviously shout out to you guys as well. Love your content. Um and congratulations on on Purple Daily being top four, uh, top ten in NFL podcasts on Apple. Thanks, so congrats Thank you. thanks, awesome. uh thanks for all your content, love it.
0: Thank you. Thank you for getting up early here. Hopefully you can uh, fall back asleep or maybe turn it into a really productive morning or something. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely back to sleep. Drink some, drink some, <laughs> drink some Surly and uh, pass it <laughs> <they'll pass> right <laughs> out. works for Judd every time. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. That's Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Arjun man. in Australia. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you. Okay. Back over to Judd here.
2: All right. Continuing on the path of the wild predictions. The wild will trade Hello. for Claude, Claude Giroux this season okay. so uh, the you, wild will will make a trade for claude Giroux of the flyers this season
3: did i did i make that exact prediction last week do i have that on the record too I Bill? don't i don't remember i thought i made I closed out the okay i the i think no, i got, it, I got it here okay i, th- I think Let's i had it. written down in my prep notes like a few weeks ago but i thought i also made that i mean I'm, i will possible. gladly take claude Giroux on this team so it's it's i'm all very for it.
0: po- it's very possible all right, Declan, you have uh, – yeah, you said the Wild will acquire Claude Giroux okay. by the NHL trade deadline. So you, and it's okay. You guys can have the same prediction as long as it was made, the, same in the same episode. Yep. Okay. Okay. I like All right, it. Declan, your third and final prediction. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll
3: go for, um, for a little home run swing here by next week's. Write that down. I'll say the Wild will shut out the Red Wings on Monday on Valentine's Day. I'll say the Wild will shut out the Detroit Red Wings. On Monday, February fourteenth, write that down. Okay. Hope Don's got plans. I got dinner. I, I actually won't be watching the game. I think, but but yeah. Oh,
2: I will. I'm I'm going to the game. I'm I'm saying. I hope she's got. I love plans. how on like you don't
3: involve me. How, like Valentine's Day. If she has to be picked up from the airport, Judd is I notoriously known for going to games instead of picking up his beloved wife at the airport. If there's
2: a wild game and she's flying in, or or it's some contrived hallmark. Holiday, I am going to the game. That's incredible. I'm going to. I, I'm it's work. To
1: I got to work.
2: I got to. I got to. I'm going to tell you right now. Stella's dog food ain't cheap. Okay.
0: Just gourmet gourmet dog food. Yeah. Oh, She's, she, the eats best.
2: The, she eats the good stuff. The dry stuff, she ain't gonna deal with. Oh, she
3: eats wet dog food. Uh,
2: I cut it up for her. Oh. It comes in rolls, and I have to cut it up every morning. Wow. She bark- She wakes me up and barks at me and insists I come downstairs. It's incredible. It's embarrassing. I'm run by a dog.
0: <laughs> Write this down. It's the life you've chose. I've been yeah. run it by is. cats and dogs. And it the- is. That's
2: true. Uh... Don't get me wrong. I enjoy
0: it. It's just embarrassing. All right, I'm trying to, I want to make an Olympic pick here. So I'm, try, I'm trying to find, I found a schedule. The problem It's hard to find, like, which events haven't happened yet and stuff. Never,
2: you're usually the most prepared guy on the show. You have no idea what's going on at the Olympics, and yet you want to make Olympic pick. Yeah.
0: So I did find that they, they have not done the women's skeleton event. That's coming up later this week. So skeleton is like luge, but you go down, instead of being on your back, you go, it's like you're face down. Yeah. It's, it's very dangerous. Terrifying. Yep. And so write this down. In the, in the women's skeleton event, Kimberly Bose from the Netherlands will win gold. Write it down. Kimberly Bose? She is a, she is a Dutch, uh, BOS, Kimberly Bose. She is a Dutch skeleton racer from, uh, well, from the Netherlands, obviously. And she will win gold in the skeleton, the women's skeleton. There you go. If you want your Olympic insights, I'm your guy. Right here. Phil Mackey. I mean, I made a hockey one because I like hockey. I don't care about the rest of the
2: the events. I love the luge and the skeleton.
0: Those are two great great historical
2: events. The luge is unnecessarily dangerous.
0: There's not enough bang for one's buck. Okay, which of these events would you classify as not unnecessarily dangerous? Speed skating? How about the snowboarding halfpipe? Are any of these, like, properly safe? You don't know um, what the snowboarding half pipe is? Yeah.
2: Well,
0: half pipe. What the hell does that I don't don't. It's know. a half I'm, pipe. And they I'm go sure up i have it.
2: seen it. You don't know what a half pipe is? No. I'm sure I've seen it. I don't really watch that stuff. I really don't. Um, well, you woke up
3: at 6 a.m. to watch the Czech Republic play a hockey game?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on a second. It You're a hypocrite. Six. It started at 7. And I, watch, I love hockey. I'll watch hockey. I will not watch sports. I don't care. But here's, I'm consistent. I like hockey. I watch hockey. I don't watch these sports that I don't watch. Like, I don't watch these sports like that, these that I don't I watch. <laughs> like, 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 I don't arbitrarily say, oh, the luge is on t- today. Dawn, I can't pick you up yeah. from the airport because I got to go to the luge event. But if the
0: Czech Republic and like, yes, Denmark I ignore are people. playing,
2: I'm I there, baby. I'm willing to ignore people I love for sports I like.
0: <laughs>
3: nope. Can't trap you off at Terminal 2. Denmark and Czech are playing a oh, 7 a.m. tilt in
0: Beijing. Right now, and i got to be up the for X. It. I go to the X to watch them. Oh sorry. Sweden and Switzerland are playing yeah. each That's other. That's a good game.
2: <laughs> That's Amazing. a good game. The Czechs lost to the to Denmark. It was a huge upset.
0: I'm, uh, I've am i been all into the, to the downhill skiing. The Super G. I mean, these dudes. My it's mom like, always loved that. And the women. Mm-hmm. It's like. They're running these races that are like a minute or two minutes long down this massive mountain, and they're coming within like a tenth of a second of each other. And and yeah. the, and then the comments, is, is it Bodie Miller on commentary? The yeah, commentators are like, oh, it. like, you know, he flinched his elbow around I'll that one. It's going to cost him two tenths of a second. Skiing, uh, ski, skiing, bobsled
2: traditional sports are are legit. But some of this crap, the X Games stuff has no business. What? No business in the olympics it's the x games stay in the x games
0: okay na- okay what are the x games sports that bother you the most in the olympics
2: anything that involves unnecessarily jumping on a snowboard just pisses me off that's what an constitutes x
0: unnecessary jumping and, and versus here's, necessary jumping ski jumping necessary that's fine why is that why necessary, is that
2: necessary? it's, it's, a it's because they it originally put it in the olympics it's an olympic sport the Olympics so, have added a bunch of crap that nobody wanted, but they decided that they needed more programming. It's tonnage. Put it back in the X Games, let them smoke their dope and do their jumping.
0: So if I've got so you're saying if if I've got uh platforms on both of my feet and I jump, that's acceptable. But if, if I have one on... larger platform that I have both All of right. my feet are I'm gonna on I'm going to give you
2: the rule of thumb. If it was on Wide World of Sports on ABC with Jim McKay back in the day, it's an oh, Olympic sport. So, if it's some guy who, who was I've just never, toking I don't know who that his is. parents, it doesn't matter. If you, if it was some guy who just was token up in his bedroom, came downstairs and said, hey, mom and dad, I'm going up on the <laughs> roof to try and jump off on my snowboard, then get the hell out of
0: the Olympics. I love it. I love John's Olympic takes. Well, here's love, part of the reason why. I love. I want Judd on the Olympic Committee to many ex- to you explain which why. events which events are essential. I'm and which bitter aren't. to
2: this day about uh, so so. I've always thought this, but it was that's confirmed incredible. when we had when um, uh, it was was it me and Dubay at the time. We, we got sent out. It, it was before Phil and I teamed up. Oh, we that's got right. we got sent to the X Games at uh, at uh, the Viking Stadium, yeah, U.S. Yes, Bank thanks. Stadium. Yep. And so part of the deal was because I think we we had a title sponsorship or something that we were going to have like these guests, which of course I didn't care about one bit. Like I'm it was like, like a okay. bunch of
0: fourteen year olds, yeah.
2: right? We got stood up. <laughs> a fourteen year old who evidently was making a boatload of cash like came a half hour late and plopped down. And I like said, really? It's like this is how it works. Like you're gonna like you are a snot nosed kid and you're late. Like if you're a legit athlete, I get it. <laughs> Like if you're Kirk Cousins, I I am not going to be no, and I chastise this this youngster on the air, and I hope it stuck with that that little punk that you don't show up late. Like you are a 14 year old bo- uh skateboarder, and you're Skiborder. late. You're not a you're not a legit person to do that. I think he probably saved you off. though.
0: Like, what would you have? How would you have connected with him for like a 12 minute radio segment? What I didn't would you? Want him what what would that. you? I know, but that's my point. He saved you. No, if, he, if, if he shows up and you have to talk with him for like 12 minutes or 15 minutes of a radio I cut, segment, I, I would have cut it short. Well how would you even have filled that wouldn't. I wouldn't have done it. I would have
2: cut it short. <laughs> but, I mean, I was fascinated by the fact that this young punk was doing these things. That's fine. Just It's not an Olympic sport. It's not real. Let's get it out. My God.
3: You do have a, you do have a nice Stanley's coffee mug there, though, right? That, that At least to give you all these takes about your love of the Olympics.
2: I'm full of caffeine. Mm-hmm. Five cups of Joe yesterday. Yeah. Five cups, okay? Where's, I had the best workout that I've had in ages yesterday. Where do you stand I, on curling? I like curling, actually. Um, it's a traditional sport. It's Canadian. It involves drinking.
3: So I like curling. So you're fine with drinking, but smoking dope, there that crosses the line? I
2: don't care about smoking dope, but X Games were invented for the X Games. Keep it in the X Games. Yeah. No, no, it's not about the smoking dope. It's about the personalities that compete in that, which I'm fine with. You got your own little thing. Just stay in your damn lane. Get off my TV. Right.
0: I'm gonna incorporate daily Olympic updates now. The rest of the week yes. and early next week. It's but gonna be great. I'm with you on skiing, Phil. It doesn't
2: sound like you are actually. <laughs> Hot, no traditional skiing. My mom loved it. She would watch that stuff all the time. And and here's the other thing that might surprise you. Figure skating, I'm cool with. I'm cool with that. Been around forever. Um, subjective.
0: What's your favorite figure skating move? Uh, uh, triple lutz. The what? Triple lutz is a good one. What, lutz. About tri- lutz. what about the triple salchow? Great band. Triple toe loop. The toe loop. Uh, the toe loop scares me a little bit. Flying days, lotus.
2: But uh,
3: that was in blades of glory. Oh, Plains of Glory, yeah. Great, Phil. Great, But
2: anyway, I am am all for, I am not saying, and again, I'd like to just say, final thought, (laughs) I do believe, I do believe before anybody gets upset that if you enjoy an athletic competition endeavor, you should enjoy that. It doesn't mean that I have to
0: appreciate it. Unless it's the X Games. Unless it's the X Games. All right. All right. That's a wrap. Mackie and Judd, write that down. Accountability session and uh, Judd's thoughts on Olympic sports. We'll see you guys for Reckless Speculation Thursday tomorrow.
3: As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.
1: Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what do we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan Leaf. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Are you not yet available for purchase? Expected availability late fall. Subject to change.